Are there days when you feel frustrated because you're not seeing progress, but yet you continue to do the same things over and over expecting a different result? Are there days you feel defeated, lost, or hopeless and feel like giving up? Well, you're in the right place, my friend, and I can help. This is the Road to Health podcast, and my name's Tamar, your host for this adventure. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my goals and dreams a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing the way I think and how I take action, I've learned to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you want to be empowered to live up to your true potential and meet the challenge of change, join me on the road to health. Hey everyone, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today where I'm going to go over my mistakes of 2020. Now, we are into 2021 now and I have to say that I had an amazing 2020, but I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes. I did a lot of things wrong. But the result of that was having all of these learning experiences that I could use to better myself and to really put myself into a position in 2021 where I could be much more successful. Now, that being said, I don't uh, look at 2020 as a negative because I got so much done. I mean, I did things that I never thought were possible, things that I, I never had, like I had dreamed about, but really just had the belief that I would never be successful. And, you know, that was things like writing my book, starting my business. Um, I actually just finished the first draft of my new book called Beyond Recovery, which is going to launch the second week of February. And these are all really exciting and positive things, but I also made a ton of mistakes and the funny thing is there are mistakes that others had told me they had also made in their podcasting careers. And of course, I figured I'd just make them myself as well. And, you know, because of course, I always know better, uh, which not is not the case. Um, but anyway, I had to learn a lot of these mistakes on my own. So I just wanted to share some of them with you and hopefully you will learn from them. Um, you know, I think they're good life lessons as well uh, that we could kind of, you know, implement in any aspect of our life. Okay, so let's start this off. Mistake number one that I made was not niching down sooner. Now, what I mean by that is when I first started this gig, I was told to make sure you really niche down, right? Many, many podcasters that I talk to, they really keep things very broad in the beginning because they want to reach a ton of people and they think that by niching down and focusing on a smaller audience that that may take away from their success. And I keep hearing this over and over with experienced podcasters. They're like, niche down, niche down, figure out who your ideal audience is. And because I was on my own health and fitness journey, I wanted to share that with everybody, right? I wanted, I was hoping to inspire as many people as possible that they too could join me on their health and fitness journey and, you know, get a lot out of the show. Now, that being said, I really enjoyed doing the show. I learned so much about myself, but what I realized is that health and fitness wasn't in fact my passion, 
right? It was more of a hobby. It was more of an ongoing personal development thing. And, but it wasn't really at the end of the day what my purpose in life was. It really wasn't what I was passionate about. Although helping others be successful, in fact, was. Now, that being said, my niche really needed to be focusing on people in recovery because I am in recovery and I have learned to create a life that I'm really happy about. You know, I feel more fulfilled today and I want to help people um, that are in my shoes or that were in my position um, a couple of years ago get to where I'm at today, right? Where they have this reason for getting up in the morning. They've got this purpose in life and because I do believe that, you know, I experienced about five years of complacency that had I not been careful and had I not stayed connected to the people I needed to stay connected to, I could have relapsed, right? And that's the reality of the world that I live in. If I start to let up and I stop doing the work that it took to get me sober, I could definitely find myself back to where I was before and I definitely don't want to go there. And so I'm really, really passionate about helping people really discover what they're capable of, right? And, you know, now looking back, I feel like that's something, you know, niching down is something that I probably should have done a little sooner, sooner. But as a result of learning all year round, that this is the conclusion I came to, right? This is the area that I want to put my focus in moving forward. That's why I'm rebranding the podcast. So ways you can implement this into your own life is that when you have a decision to make, you know, come up with lots of ideas. It's called lateral thinking. And then use that vertical thinking, which means coming down to one decision and kind of, you know, narrow all those down ideas down to one so that you can become more focused and you have more of a clear direction. I think the other side of this was that because I kind of had these both areas that I wanted to focus on, I took on way, way too much, which resulted in burnout several times along this last year. Um, and it's actually a chapter in my new book that I talk about, which is self-care and burnout and how important it is to take care of ourselves or we can take on too much and we can experience burnout. Now, the difference is I don't allow those times to set me back anymore. I, you know, slow down a little bit and I still take small little tiny steps forward, but I don't um, let burnout completely derail me, which is a nice change and it's something new that I experienced in 2020. But yeah, making sure that you have that a little bit more of a narrow focus, you know, like just a crystal clear idea of what it is that you want to do. And since I have been narrowing that down into focusing specifically on people in recovery and helping them live up to their full potential, that has really kind of took away some of the extra stuff that I was doing because I wanted to do it all, right? I wanted to create all this stuff around the health and fitness area and wellness, right? Because I really enjoyed this part of my journey. But I also wanted to do things to grow my business and inspire other people to take these steps that I have myself taken. So it's not a bad idea when you get into something to have a little bit more focus in the direction that you want to go in and not take on too much. 
The second mistake that I made very early on in 2020, I kind of rectified it towards the end of the year. Actually, I would say the middle of the year, but I was not investing in myself or on my business, right? Um, I started the year off trying to do things very simple, right? I, I try to keep things relatively cheap because, you know, I have suffered from bankruptcy a couple times now. So I was very lack money mindset um, when it came to my spending. And there was many opportunities that I was given throughout the year, especially the early part of the year, that I wish I had taken because really it aligned with the future I wanted to create with myself. It aligned with my goals but yet I was scared to spend the money on it, right? I just looked at it like, oh, that's a little expensive. Maybe I should wait. I'll wait till I'm ready. And it's a lesson that I've learned. We're never really ready, okay? If it's something that aligns with what we want to create, do it. And, you know, they the saying, right, that they have, you need to spend money to make money. I truly believe that now. And there's things that I'm I'm spending my money on that have really, I've reaped the benefits, right? It's been an absolutely phenomenal investment. And these are things sometimes I am scared to spend the money on, but I do it because I want to get the results, right? I want to grow my business. I want to help more people. And so that's just something that I wish I had done. You know, when I'm working with clients or I'm talking to a potential client, it is an area that people struggle with, right? Uh, Probably the number one reason that I get that somebody doesn't actually want to move forward is they don't want to spend the money. Now, for myself, I was the same way, so I can relate, right? I never push people into something that they're not comfortable with, but I always was left with these regrets after, right? And here's the reality. I would spend that money on something else, you know, over the last few months, I've actually been tracking everything that I spend and I've got an addiction to Amazon. You know, if I just stopped spending on Amazon for two months and actually this right now, as we speak, I'm having a dry Amazon January because I don't drink anymore, so I don't have those, but I'm literally going the month of January without spending anything on Amazon. But, you know, there was one month where I spent 600 bucks on Amazon and yeah, sure, it was on books and it was, you know, things that, that, you know, I wanted and, but not everything I needed and I could have spent that money way differently, you know, like promoting the podcast, doing ads. Um, I learned about how to create Facebook ads to grow my business this year. So there's all these different things that I could have spent my money on and I didn't and so on the later half of 2020, I started to. I wasn't afraid to spend the money anymore. If it meant that it would get me one step closer to the goals I wanted to create, I would just do it. You know, I wouldn't wait. And I can tell you from experience now is I made a rather large investment mid-year this year to start my um, my coaching business to learn how to be a performance consultant. And it was the best money I had ever spent. You know, I have learned so, so much over the last six months. And, you know, before that I had done, I had done a course in life coaching and, you know, essentially I've been helping people for years now coach them on how to become sober. And so all of this added up to me making that decision and I'm super happy about it, right? I didn't have that buyer's remorse. So, 
you know, if you are struggling to take action and to take that step and you're tired of living the life that you're living, you have to do something different. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and your personal growth because I can tell you that it's worth it. You know, I I don't have buyer's remorse at all, like I said, and it's actually caused me to have a dry Amazon January and I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it the whole month. So there we go with that. Oh, and there's something else that I wanted to add to that is that I was recently part of a workshop with um, one of my favorite authors, Lisa Sasevich of the Meant for Mar book. Highly recommend this book. And she said something that just rang true. And it was that all transformation is preceded by a decision, right? And that decision is either yes or no. So we can actually say yes, and we get that transformation that is preceded by saying the word yes, or we can say no, and then we get the results of that. So something to think about. Okay, so the third and final mistake I made in 2020 was, and this is early part of 2020 again, is that I did not discover my purpose in life sooner. And we're talking narrowed down purpose. And this goes for everybody. You know, you you hear me talk about purpose and there's a reason for that. Is that, you know, not discovering um, what I want to do, what I love, really kind of kept me going off in all these different directions, right? Like I talked about the niching down aspect. And so what really changed was that when I became a performance consultant and I was introduced to the concept of Ikigai, which is a Japanese concept, it's incredible. I teach on it. So by the way, if you have never heard of it, you got to step into my Facebook group called The Road Beyond Recovery. Um, also, if you head on over to my website, I've got a um, Discover Your Ikigai class, so you can head on over there too to theroadforward.ca. But regardless, this concept has completely changed my life, right? This is why I am so passionate about it. I love teaching it. It's actually the first chapter in the Mensana program that I facilitate. I start these new groups every month, but the reason it's the first chapter is because in order to select the right goals, you need to discover your purpose. And I think that the Japanese culture really nailed this one, right? And if you do the research, um, there's a great book by Hector Garcia that is about Ikigai. Um, You know, Okinawa, Japan, They have, they're one of the blue zones, right? And they're known for their longevity. And there's four areas that they focus on for this longevity. They believe that in order to have a completely fulfilled and happy life, that you need to do these four things. That's diet, exercise, purpose, which is ikigai, and a a really good social circle, right? A good solid group of friends family, they believe in that, right? The people you surround yourself with. So those are the four aspects of living a long, fulfilled and happy life. And so Ikigai is such a major part of that, right? It's the reason that we wake up in the morning. And when I really started to narrow down what mine was, um, that's when I discovered my niche, right? That I wanted to work with people in recovery. 
It also was when I realized that I wanted to help empower people because I had suffered from the limiting beliefs that told me I was never capable of this stuff. And I know that that's not true now, right? So discovering that Ikigai will help you turn that thinking around. And then you also create the goals that align with that Ikigai. And when you have that combination right up front, you know, when we dive into Mensana, then we start to talk about the emotional aspect and how to get rid of that negative self-talk that we keep saying that kind of keeps holding us back. So when I truly discovered my Ikigai, it allowed me to niche down. It also allowed me to really focus on what I wanted to become and how I wanted to grow my business, right? It gave me that direction in life. So when it comes to 2021, I am ultra focused on what it is I want to achieve, right? I know how I want 2021 to look. And part of that is growing my business, right? Um, You know, mentoring and training new coaches because Unfortunately, as much as I'd like to think I can help the world, there's only one of me and I only have so much time. And so that's something new that I've gotten into as well as I've been able to train and mentor new performance consultants. So it's an area that I really want to focus on because the more people that I get to train and mentor and teach what I know, the more people we can help. So I've got some goals around that. I've got you know, these groups starting monthly for Mensana and I love facilitating them because, you know, I actually just finished with a group of women that were absolutely amazing. And at the end of the group, we kind of do a recap, right, of how was the last 12 weeks? What did you get out of it? And one of the women paused and She said, you know what, I realized over this last 12 weeks that I don't have to live a mediocre life anymore and I don't want to. And just to see the transformation in the people that I take through Mensana has been such a gift for me. It's helped me grow every time I run people through it. It's just it expands my knowledge and it gets me really excited for life because You know, I create my goals as well every time I go through it, right? And I help people literally have the best 90 days of their life and I stand behind it. And, you know, the Ikigai concept is just, I can't say enough good things about it. So I'm really excited what 2021 is going to bring. I'm, you know, pumped that I get to bring you really cool new episodes, a different format. I've done my new intro and my outro and I love the music and it just gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. But, you know, this year is going to be about inspiring other people to make that change, right? Encouraging them to take action and not wait until you're ready. So learn from my mistakes. I have learned from many before me. I have made my own mistakes because sometimes I like to touch the stove still when it's hot, even though I know it's hot. But uh, I think 2020 for myself personally, it wasn't easy, but it was a gift. And I'm going to keep to grow. I'm going to continue to grow from here. And I hope you do the same. And I will see you guys next week. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you're capable of so much more than you think. I know from experience, it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I work with people to help them create a vision, define their goals, and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you'd like to learn more about my individual and group coaching, 
visit my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And when you're there, make sure you sign up for one of my free live workshops so you can start your journey today.